After a two-hour road trip with today's guest, we're finally ready to roll. Welcome to the Mike Sappho Podcast. Humbled, privileged, and honored to be sitting across from an icon and a legend, one of the most revered wrestlers of all time, WWE Hall of Famer, Jake the Snake Roberts. What's going on, my friend? Fuck, nothing after that car ride. <laughs> How The podcast should have been me, you, and Luke in that two-hour car ride from Lakewood, New Jersey. Was that hell or what? It's a good thing I've got the night off. That's all I can say, man, because I've got to get a lot of fluids in me today. Uh, that sweat box we were in. <laughs> and I offered to pay for the air. But, uh, I don't think he has it on that model. <laughs> I know you came all the way to Vegas just to do my show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why else are you in New York? To take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going uh, to do a show tomorrow night. Uh, I forgot the damn name of the company. Some Power and Glory or something. I don't know. What House of Glory. Yeah, I knew he'd know. Of course. Power and Glory. That's like Paul Roma and Hercules, yeah, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I thought I'd throw that out there and see if you guys were on point. Yeah. <laughs> you tested us. The human dictionary over here. <laughs> now, Jake, every interview you have is like dark about your uh, upbringing, about your father. So, can we have like a fun interview? Just yeah. tell old stories, nostalgic stuff. Is that cool with you? Have a good time, bro. All right. For the That's next six I'm hours, about. we're going to have a good time, all right? Yeah, right. I'll now, be five of them be in my hotel room. <laughs> with Luke. <laughs> Now listen, yeah. <laughs> your life is the definition of a roller coaster life. Yeah. You're sober now, five, yeah. six years. Yeah. Are you finally enjoying the ride? Yeah, man, I'm loving it, man. Um, if I'd known getting sober was this much fun, I'd have done it a long time ago. But uh, you know, when you're caught up in that shit, it is shit. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, there's a lot of people in the world that can go out and drink and have a good time, and they don't have to suffer. But uh, for somebody that's an alcoholic as myself and a drug addict as I am. Um, there are no good times with that shit. You know, it's just uh, each time you go out, you fucking come back with a bloody nose, man. And uh, these days, man, I'm enjoying my life. Uh, I'm building relationships with my children, which had suffered miserably during those years. Uh, they were just non-existent. Um, I mean, hell, half my kids uh, just wouldn't get around me, and the other half weren't allowed to be around me, you know, thanks to my ex-wife. Cunt. <laughs> you are what you eat, right? <laughs> Say no more. Nudge, nudge, winch, winch. But uh, no, man, these days are wonderful, you know. I, like I said, I'm building relationships with my children and my grandchildren. I've got uh, nine grandchildren, and, uh, you know, it's just awesome, man, to, to be able to have that relationship. I never knew what that was before. I was so centered on being a wrestler and being an alcoholic and a drug addict and I didn't have time for anything else. That's just the way it was. And uh, I'm not proud of it, damn sure not proud of it, but that's one of the reasons I'm out doing what I do now, which is go around and do, a, I don't call it comedy, it's just I tell road stories and stuff, they're funnier than shit, you know, and uh, people enjoy them, but always during the show, uh, you know, I talk about addiction and alcoholism and, uh, and offer help for those that want it. Are you going to talk about the road trip we just had? Not unless I get in a real bad spot. <laughs> <laughs> I've never driven that far without popping a nut. <laughs> and Luke almost did that. Oh, yeah. He was there. He was there. Now, for some reason, Jake, and this is the truth, every time I have people on, whether it be an, a baseball player, a basketball player, mm -hmm. football player, author, I tell everybody, oh, that's cool. That's a cool guest. When I said I was bringing you on and former wrestlers, it brings back, I guess, those warm childhood memories, sure. the nostalgic. So I know we're going to ask you a few questions about old matches. Go ahead. 
I'm gonna start with WrestleMania three, ninety three thousand, the Pontiac Silverdome. Yeah. You fight the Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. One, how was it walking out of a ring in front of ninety three thousand people? Number one, mm-hmm. and number two, you guys had legitimate beef because he really actually hurt you and altered maybe your career in life. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. The neck injury was uh, was a horrible thing, man. And, uh, he blew out five and six for me. You know, that was a real guitar that he used, and he brought it, man. He brought it in a big way. And uh, you know, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm gonna get that motherfucker one of these days. Uh, since then, he's done a couple other things that's tried to alter my career, such as buying my name. Uh, he tried to uh, buy my name to keep me from using it. And he was going to charge me to use my own name. What a guy, huh? He's actually done that with a couple of people. The mascot, the Patriot, he he bought his name. And now the Patriot, if he's going to use that name, he has to pay Honky. What a piece of shit. Yeah, so I guess the Honky Tonk Man is one of the wrestlers that's actually still alive, huh? (laughs) Yeah, so far. So far. You know, uh, he did one interview that I actually watched a few nights ago when I knew you were going to come on. And he he always said, oh, Jake, um, blame that injury on me. Yeah. But this way said, Jake, the guitar was so it was so frail. Yeah. I actually watched it this morning, dude. He hit you like four times, and a hole came up, maybe the size yeah. of a nickel. Yeah. And you were on the floor. You were like wincing in pain. Yeah. Yeah. The worst part of that interview, Jake, you were in a blue button-down shirt, and you had it was tied in a knot on the bottom, like you were some Jersey girl chick. What was up with that? Because I can make anything work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask you about uh, King of the Ring '96. Mm-hmm. Most people think you're responsible for starting the Attitude Era with the Austin 316 promo. That became uh, from John 316, which right. was your character. Number one, was that... That really wasn't my character. It's just what I believe in, man. And uh, how does it feel when people tell you, like, you're the reason that the well, Attitude Era came to be? I don't want to take the heat for the Attitude Era, but as far as Steve Austin, I'll take the heat for that. Uh, when Steve came to the WWF, uh, Vince, his words were, ah, the best he'll be is ever, best he'll ever be is second or third match on the card. Vince, you missed it by a little bit. Uh, I was at the time I was writing television for Vince, and I started pushing it. And, uh, and I told, him, told Vince exactly how it would go, and it did. So, you know, I thought they really missed the boat with the 316 thing. Uh, you know, the 316 T-shirt did pretty well, but I think uh, Austin's Ten Commandments would have been a whole lot better I mean, it's sort of like, uh, thou shalt honor thy mother and father unless they're assholes. Uh, thou shalt covet thy neighbor's wife unless she's really hot. Uh, you know, thou shalt not kill us, thou are pissed. <laughs> I mean, we could have had more fun with that. But, uh, you know, it doesn't bother me a bit. Steve Austin deserved and got what he needed. And uh, he carried it really well. He I mean, he, it really well. he basically saved the WWE, him and yeah, The Rock. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, they'd uh, suffered in two years of Sean and Brett. So. Yeah. Let, let me introduce everybody at the round table again. Why? Obviously, Jake the Snake Roberts, my buddy Luke, oh, and God. the famous Lee Abamante, who's just becoming a regular now on the show. Dude, I love your show, man. I can talk about anything. I don't yeah, have but, to talk about travel. People are going to know that I hung out with him. That's yeah. Bring yeah, well. me down, man. Yeah, Luke yeah. is the real down spot oh, in this whole podcast. My down numbers are fucking. I'm a has been now. <laughs> you went from you went from ninety three thousand at the Pontiac Silver yeah, to sitting next shit. to me and Luke. You went wow. downhill, Jake. Fuck. <laughs> so, so Jake, I'm uh, I'm really excited to be here. When he told me you were on, I was like, dude, I got to do it. And I got a lot of questions for you. But um, before we get started, so 
at least in my recollection, the first time I ever saw you was WrestleMania two, and you fought a guy named George Wells. Yeah. What was, what was that? How did that come about? Because I never even heard of him before or since. Exactly. <laughs> he was actually a uh, Canadian football player. That's that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lee. But uh, if you one wonder- thing he did do was uh, he ate some Alka Seltzer during the match. And that's why he foamed at the mouth, yeah, like when you yeah. poured Damien on him, yeah. and then that was your arrival. Because yeah. that was awesome, man. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I remember leaving the ring that night, and uh, I'd had an altercation with uh, Joan Rivers hmm. in the back area. I just wanted to meet the lady, you know, and uh, she fucking threw her nose up there, like, you know, and fucking turned her back to me. I'm like, fucking douchebag. <laughs> what the fuck, you know? That was at the height of her fame when she did the Muppets Take Manhattan, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was pissed. So I went out and did the match with George. When I came back, see, she had like four bodyguards with her. You know, about 6'10 each, you know, big brothers, you know. And they were fucking, you know, 400, 500 pound guys, you know, around her. Funny how they just moved out of the fucking way when I come around that corner of that snake. <laughs> and uh, she got quite upset, too, because the dog of hers, a little fucking rat, they call that a dog? That's a fucking, that's, a, that's bait for a dog. Come on. <laughs> Uh, that dog jumped out of her fucking arms and hauled ass, and uh, the brothers were gone, and I've got her pinned up against the wall introducing myself, you know, and she was much more, you know, willing to talk to me, than me. which I got my ass reamed for that. Vince, what do you oh, say to you? Oh, fuck, man, are you fucking kidding me? So These are our guests, and you treat one of my... Vince, I just wanted to meet the motherfucker. Man, I remember that WrestleMania Ozzy Osbourne was like a ringside guest. Because that was the year it was in New York, Chicago, and yeah, L.A., right? Right, right? I can't remember which one he was at, but that, that was the one with Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy yeah. in the steel cage. Man, that was yeah. such a cool match. Yeah, that was Chicago, I think. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe L.A., I don't know. Who you, cares? Rest, my favorite WrestleMania was the first one I ever went to down at Trump Plaza was WrestleMania 4. Yeah. You fought Rick Rude. Right. I got to ask you two things about Fuck. that. One, was he as tough? In the, like everyone said he was a badass, like a legit yeah, badass, badass motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. And number two. Whose idea was it? Listen, you're a wrestler. We just had the greatest road trip ever. You told we told some uh, female <laughs> stories. Yeah. Why would you bring your wife on tour with you? Whose idea was that? Vince's. How does he approach uh, that, Jake? You're banging too many chicks. Let's yeah. chill with that. Like how that yeah, happened? Well, he did, did, didn't out, he, he didn't he put, keep me out of strip joints? Didn't he put her face on his tights? Yeah, yeah. Cheryl. If I don't want to, yeah. yeah, he pulled yeah, it sorry, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The there face was, on his yeah. tights. Whatever he showed them to him, I said, dude, if you wear those fucking ring, I will rip them off, and I don't give a fuck. And he's like. Don't tear these motherfuckers. It cost me fucking 250 bucks. I'm like, if you fucking wear them, I'm tearing them off. And Vince looks at me and goes, is that right? And I said, that's fucking right. That wasn't part of the gig that night. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? No. I just said, fuck you, man. You guys are going to fucking do that? What are you telling me? You're telling me you don't respect me, man. Fuck you. Oh, so you took it more personal than... You're fucking right I did, wow. man. What the fuck you, man? You didn't come and ask me about this shit. Wow. So I went out there and ripped the motherfuckers off. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and now Rick Rude was a bad, oh, bad, a bad dude, right? Man. I mean, I had to fight that motherfucker that night. 20 fucking minutes of Broadway. What the fuck? And Rick Rude had just gotten into the WWE, and he's trying to make his mark. He's trying to get ready for Hogan. He's got all these plans, but he didn't realize that you got to get by some other people first. And I've got to wrestle with him. I had to protect myself for 20 fucking minutes, man, because he was just, he was a machine. And his body was so hot. Oh, fuck, yeah, man. Yeah. And the fun part about that is the backstory, uh, which winds up being a long story because we just kept building. Um, at ringside, 
at the Trump Plaza was Donald and Ivanka. Mm-hmm. And uh, she didn't want to be there. And I understand that. You know, it's her fucking business. But you know what? I'm out there fucking laying it on the line, you know? Gutting it out, man, with Rude. And this bitch did not even look at the fucking ring. She had turned her chair sideways oh. and was sipping champagne out of a little fucking glass. And her legs crossed. Now, Donald's right next to her, and he's all into the fucking show, man. He's fucking, he's all animated and shit. You know, he was fucking, he was on the campaign trail then, I think. <laughs> but, uh, so when I came out of the ring, I was really upset that she had not even looked our way. And um, I don't know, you know, accidents happen. I swear it was an accident. Okay. Uh, I stood out on her side. I grabbed the snake, and as I swung around to turn and leave, the snake tail whacked her in her tits. <laughs> uh, rather hard. It scared her, so what did she do? She pushed real hard, so she went upside down in her chair. And her little legs are sticking up in the air like this, and her twiddling, twiddling. She dumps champagne all over her fucking self, and Donald goes up the fucking aisle. Well, now, fast forward a few years, to WrestleMania six or seven, I can't remember which one. It was in L.A. Six. Okay, six, and uh, Donald's there again. But now he's got Marla with him. You know? Right, right. Marla Maples. And fuck, she's smoking hot, man. So I got my, my adult twin boys with me, and that was the only time my boys ever let me down, man. They got fucking Donald Trump, Marla Maples, you got uh, Willie Nelson, all these fucking stars, and who did they want to meet? Fucking Alex Rebeck. <laughs> <laughs> that just screams I want dick. You know? Come on. I couldn't believe it, man. So anyway, Marla comes up and, and Donald's introducing her to me. And she just gets the biggest smile on her face, you know. Like, Fuck, man. My fly openers up. And um, Donald takes a walk and she's like, just stay right here, stay right here. I'm like, You talking to me? She's like, Yeah, yeah, she's like, I gotta talk to you. I'm like, what is it? She's like, all right, you know you're Donald's favorite, don't you? I'm like, why is that? She goes, because you slapped Ivanka in the tits with that snake. <laughs> I said, yeah, I did. That was an accident. She goes, no, he loves it. He loves it. <laughs> did you know that she tried to get a couple of his guards to go find your room and shoot you? <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah, at the hotel. I'm like, well, fuck, that's not cool. You know, she goes, now I got to talk to you about something else. I'm like, okay, what? You know, I can't believe this bitch is talking to me, man. Fuck, I couldn't even talk, man. My fucking tongue was like, mm, or something. You know? <laughs> She's like, I know somebody wants to hook up with you. I'm like, excuse me? I know somebody wants to hook up with you. I'm like, hook up. You know, I'm playing dumb now, right? Yeah. I just could not understand that she would ever want to say that word to me. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, she just... She doesn't really want to date you. She just wants to go out with you one night and just no holes barred, fucking strip the sheets off the bed, go crazy, fuck fest. I'm like, holy fuck. I, I am so cool right now. <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. you know, the first time in my life I wasn't able to cut an interview on that bitch. Well, then she goes, wait a minute, I think I've got a picture of her. So she goes through her wallet. She finds this picture. Here she is, and she shows me a picture. I'm like, fuck, that bitch is smoking hot. I 
said, I said, who is this? She goes, it's my mom. No, she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? She goes, yes, my mom, she looks good, doesn't she? I'm like, yeah, she does. But now, do you realize if that would have happened, and I, and I went and tapped it once. Of course, you know once I tapped it, I've owned it. Yes, of course. You know, she's my of course, yeah, yeah. She's my slave now. <laughs> and uh, so what would have happened would have been this. I'd have tapped mom. Mom would have fell in love. Obviously. We'd have hooked up. Mm-hmm. I'd have probably saved Donald's and Marla's relationship. Most likely. And therefore, I would be in the White House now with Donald. You could have altered history, too. Realize what I would have done in Lincoln's bedroom? So, I'd have been fucking up some so, weird shit. And a couple of crack whores up in there. Yada. Smoking so rock. So fast forward. Next to Kennedy's ghost. Did you do it? I did her. Did you really? Fucking right. You did the mom. Yes. <laughs> Show over. Show yeah, over. She wasn't great down there either. <laughs> Jake oh. the snake. Oh, yeah, man. Well, I'm proud oh. of that moment. Are you kidding me? Oh, my. Is that like the top-notch girl you ever been? No. No, no, no. I've, I've done some pretty awesome shit in my day. Man. <laughs> I had Miss Nude World in Australia. Um, had a really... Oh, this is a tough moment for me. I can't believe I'm going to put this out there. Please do it, Jake. I had an accident happen. Uh, what does that mean? I, mean? I wouldn't have done it if I didn't realize what was going on. I'd been in Japan for about seven weeks wrestling. and uh, Wrestling in Japan is like being thrown in jail and they let you out once a night to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> well, you get over there and you're young and uh, maybe you've been taking a few steroids to try to gain some size or whatever and... Uh, your dick's harder than Chinese arithmetic. You can chip ice that <laughs> motherfucker, you know. And you haven't seen pussy in seven weeks now. And uh, we're in Tokyo, down in a, in a district of no name. And uh, I got this thing coming on to me, you know. And uh, this chick, and uh, you're fucking smoking, fucking smoking. And uh, a few more drinks, and... Even though we didn't speak the language, we got the message, both of us. The did. language of love. The language of fuck. <laughs> so, long story short, I wind up in the room with this cute little thing. Mm. And she is uh, on her knees worshiping uh, the snake god. <laughs> and uh, uh, she's got me to the point of damn near no return. And I'm like, I gotta have this pussy, and I, I just she was so light. I just reached down and grabbed her and picked her up and body slammed her on the bed, and I fucking in one move I shot my hand down in her fucking underwear, and uh, my God, motherfucker's dick was bigger than mine, <laughs> which hurt. <laughs> now, my question to all you fucking assholes out there listening to this: If I've got balls enough to bring this up, then you need to have balls enough to answer this. Without lying. My question to you is this. You're halfway there, right on the edge. Do you pop that nut? Or do you fucking throw the guy out of the room? That's what you need to ask yourself. So what did you do, Jake? I fucking popped a hell of a nut. And I did not even feel bad about it because it was good. Um, But I felt bad about it the next morning. And not because I had a hangover, but because I was having dreams about her. And... uh, I'm still not quite over that yet, but, uh, you know, uh, 
I've read since then that you're not gay if you beat him up afterwards. So I'm good. And we're going to take this back to wrestling. Luke. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go, go oh, my God, dude. Okay, earthquake. My yeah. head hurts from laughing. Yeah, dude, my side hurts. I wish it was a pause button or a commercial. Okay, earthquake. Yeah. When he killed, obviously, he really didn't kill Damien. Right. What they use, you, let, 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 me, let me set it up for everybody. The famous thing is you're fighting with earthquake. Yeah. You're in the rings, like, tied into the tied ropes. Tied ropes. My idea, tied to ropes. Really? Yeah, because that way... Vince wanted me to get knocked out of the ring, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't see it. I'm like, Vince, if you want to get heat, then you have to rape the guy's bitch in front of him. <laughs> so, you know, the snake being my bitch. I mean, if you really want to get personal on the guy, you tie that motherfucker up in the ropes and make him watch. So Earthquake know? goes back and forth, right. and he literally, the snake bag, squashes. Yeah. My question for you, because if you go on YouTube and watch it. He did it twice, I think, too. Yeah. And yeah. it looks like blood coming out there of There was. What? There was. Well, describe it, please. Because I'm, I'm most yeah, curious. This blood, the- blood coming out of the bag, mm-hmm. and uh, I crawl over the bag and open the bag, and money was made. Um, what was in the bag was a pair of pantyhose stuffed with hamburger meat. That way, whenever he squashed it, the blood would seep through the hamburger meat and come out of the bag. <laughs> I totally and remember watching hamburger. Yeah. They had to make good hamburger. And you know what? That can never be done now with the ASPCA. And oh, all they were there that night. Oh, were they really? Oh, yeah. They, they fucking had to check the snake and all that bullshit before the match and after the match. And, and the woman cussed me out afterwards. She's like, how dare you do that? You see all those kids out there crying? I said, but we didn't fucking kill it. It's hamburger meat. It's fucking hamburger meat. She's yeah. But you're a fucking asshole. Did they get on, did they get on Coco Beware with that damn bird? Fuck Frankie, no. Frankie, right? Yeah, Frankie. I used to thought think sleeping pills. <laughs> he catch him in midair too, man. One night, one night I'm wrestling Coco and fucking Frankie's out there on the pedestal and he fucking just took a bump right off on the floor. Man. <laughs> I guess two halcyons was too many. <laughs> So we so we mentioned uh, earthquake and we talked about King yeah. Kong Bundy a little bit. Yeah. So Andre the Giant, man, that was. Oh, the, I mean, he was. They say he was seven four five twenty five at least. At least, yeah. yeah. I mean, and you read his Wikipedia page where it said he could drink. He drank 125 yeah. Yeah. beers in yeah. like one set. Is that yeah. legit? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that guy yeah. was just a yeah. fucking animal. I remember the first time I was around him, I, I got the job of driving him to the buildings uh, in Louisiana. So you and, drove a, a pickup uh, truck? No, I drove a van, <laughs> and there was a beanbag chair in the back, and Andre would just crawl in there and get comfortable. Uh, after the show, he's like, "Stop beer." <laughs> Okay, yeah. I stopped. I said, how much you want, boss? He goes, two cases. <laughs> it's only a 90-mile drive. <laughs> I know, two cases. I'm like, okay, fuck it, man. I went and got two cases. I'm like, this fucking asshole. You know, and, and I got me a six-pack and, uh, and drove. It didn't bother me that he could out-drink me because he was bigger. But what bothered me is he never got out to piss. So he drank 48 beers and didn't piss. Right. So I'm in the back checking the carpet. It's got to be wet somewhere. But it wasn't. So, because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but back in my drinking days, I drank three beers. I got to piss every 10 minutes, you know. And uh, it's just the way it was. But uh, that's what bothered me, the fact that he didn't have to piss. The Andre stories. Everyone's epic. And when it comes down to any wrestler, I guess maybe because... We know, well, even when yeah. they pass away, Andre is so mysterious. Yeah. Was it scary with like being in the ring Damn with him? Right it was, man. Knowing he can kill you anytime he yeah. wants? 
he used to do some horrible stuff to me, man. He used to knock me down and stand on my hair and grab my arms and pull, rip my hair out. Then one night it really got ugly. Um, we were in Montreal. It was his birthday. And uh, they said he had had two bottles of vodka and a few bottles of wine. And they said that this is the first time anybody ever seen him drunk. Which is not what I wanted to hear, and because uh, I've got to wrestle him, and uh, I'm like, "Is he okay?" He says, "No, he's not, man. He's not good at all." I'm like, well, "What the fuck's going on?" He's like, "Well, he's trying to scare people in the other dressing room by going boo." <laughs> what? Yeah, he was going around like squatting down behind somebody, like you can see, can't see him, right? Are you serious? And he'd jump up, and go boo, and, and thought it was funny. And he came to ring, and he was doing that in the audience. He would get behind a row of people and squat down, which you still see all of him. And then he'd jump up and go, boo! You know, and I'm like, oh, fuck me. What am I going to do now? Well, we get in the ring, and he's he's doing some silly shit. And, you know, and I, I fucking sold the shit out of him because I didn't want to piss him off. But uh, he got me in a corner, man, and he threw his body back into me and squashed me pretty good. I went down. Then he grabbed the two ropes and squatted down on me, you know, which he'd done before but this time being different one hand slipped so he did come down on me and uh, you know it sounded like an accord <laughs> and uh, he adjusted my fucking toenails man that hot French I mean, ass and Jake's face man I couldn't breathe man I was like <laughs> I'm dying I'm dying <laughs> I couldn't get my fucking breath man and then my shoulder starts to vibrate I'm like what the fuck <clears throat> And he starts laughing, and, and the referee goes, what are you doing laughing? You know, you're not supposed to laugh in mm -hmm. the ring, and it's very serious wrestling. Mm -hmm. and, he, and Andre goes, I'm farting! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how long Andre, you know how a giant can fart? <laughs> about, th about 37 seconds is what I can <laughs> It was like... man i'm like what the fuck man he finally gets off of me man and i look at my shoulder and there's like a wine stain on my shoulder no i'm just kidding oh that would have been the epic part andre shit oh, yeah Jake. yeah fucking yeah i got a birthmark on my shoulder now. A any wrestlers ever scared to wrestle with andre oh yeah yeah lots of guys G give me one big name that was scared john stud big john stud was yes yes but they, they had a rivalry yeah they had more than a rivalry i remember that battle royal shoot. that battle royal in wrestlemania too it was a shoot oh they really didn't like each oh, other oh andre hated him why why because big john called him a freak you don't call andre a freak really yeah it pisses what, him off. one other big name that was scared of andre i wouldn't be scared of Iron andre Sheik. was scared of randy andre? savage i heard savage was scared yeah, of him he for real he tossed Iron Sheik and Randy Savage are running ring like a Muppets. Is but, it, but, but those guys were little compared to a lot of the wrestlers, right? Yeah, well, most people are little compared to Andre. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you're... you're well, little, little, little. <laughs> Wait, is it true that people Andre would smack you around the ring hard to see if you would man up and right. go up to him? And, right. Is that true? Because I heard right. he, Andre yeah. would fuck you up in the ring, yeah. and then you go up to him like, Andre, enough of that. Is that true? Yeah. That's what... Yeah. I had to go through that. Yeah. And me too. I, one time, but it was... You know, he, he, he straightened he, him he, No, yeah, of course. Jake, you saw me in the car. I don't take any shit from anybody. There you go. But uh, everyone pretty much liked Andre. He's a good guy. Good guy to like. Is, is <laughs> it true uh, Andre knocked out the ultimate warrior in the ring? Yeah. Yeah. 
How, wait, how, how so? How, how do you knock him out? I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Just, just hit him? Yeah. You know what I miss the most about the... And it's also true that the Ultimate Warrior bought him a case of wine every night from the one. Oh, he made Ultimate Warrior's bitch? Oh, no. re- the, the, the story was... Tell Ultimate, us, Luke. Ultimate Warrior would be very stiff with Andre yeah. and hit him for real. And then yeah. he bounced off the ropes. Andre just stuck his fist out and knocked him <laughs> out. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know what we always talk about when we always talk about old wrestling? Because I don't watch it now anymore. Yeah. Is the gimmicks. You go from a hillbilly gym to you, the British yeah. Bulldogs. Yeah. Each gimmick was so different yet so... Yeah. It, what brought... I, not the snake. I know you didn't like snakes. Everyone knows you hated the snakes. Jake the snake. How'd that even come about? What made you say, let me get a snake? Smoking pot and drinking beer. And... How does that equal a snake? Uh, was listening to Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. and they were talking about Kenny Stabler, the snake. Okay. Kenny mm-hmm. the snake, yeah. And I was like smoking. I'm like, oh, man. Make sure cool if a wrestler has a snake, man. You know? It could be like, Jake the snake. Oh, that'd be so fucking cool. A few weeks later, I changed my name. And uh, then Vince, whenever went up to uh, WWE, Vince decided to let me have the snake at ringside, which was not really what I wanted, but okay. Seemed to work out pretty well for you. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> did anyone discourage the snake, or did anyone ever discourage oh, yeah. the animals? Matilda was down there. Frankie was down there. Yeah. I fucking yeah. love Matilda, by the way. Yeah, of course, the bulldog. <laughs> yeah. well, you want to, so Jake was on my podcast. I, you know what, Jake? Let me ask you. I've asked, this, this was like a blind date for us because we spoke on the phone. Yeah. You know, we, we've texted each other. Right. Now, in person, am I everything you dreamed I would be? Especially the pink shorts. <laughs> the salmon, Jake. The salmon That's shorts. That's a salmon, salmon, yeah. my ass. Hey, <laughs> swim over here and suck some dick. <laughs> hey, all right. No one laugh at that. Listen, um, hey, you want to break everyone's hearts? This is the truth. How many Damien's were there? This is going to break people's hearts. About 50. Really? Yeah. I always thought there was like one. Well, oh, that's the big joke. Is Here's the big joke. Uh, the How many sh- Ultimate the Warriors snake, were there? The snake can't handle more than five to six days on the road. What about me, motherfucker? The snake ain't out there bumping, fucking getting his ass kicked. He's not wrestling 40, 50 minutes a fucking night. No, I am. But the snake can't handle it. What the fuck am I doing? Chop uh, liver. Jake, the, the thing with the macho man, mm-hmm. when he got bit by that yeah. snake. Who Venom sacks removed. Who, who planned that out, and how much heat did you guys get for that? Because me and Mike were talking when we were kids, we mm-hmm. saw that. My we mom were, was pissed. We were petrified. Yeah. How much heat was in the arena? Oh, shit loads. The snake wouldn't let go. Yeah, wait, Lee, do you remember the, that move? And I know you're talking Macho about Macho Man's yeah, in yeah. the ring, and it was a co- so the cobra because he was was he really bleeding? Yeah. yeah. And, w- and I'm going to sound very ignorant here. How didn't he get really injured? A cobra bites into his arm. Well, the cobra doesn't that the, that cobra that has venom sacs removed. Okay. So yeah, you know, cobra have teeth like a fucking fish's mouth, man. Are you serious? A fucking python bites you. You got twenty something stitches coming. I know I've got several places on my arms where they've bitten me. And that Cobra was the sweetest fucking package of all, man. It only weighed about 20 pounds, but people would get the fuck away from that shit. I love that fucking snake, man. God damn, I love that Cobra, man. He was so fucking cool. I mean, I can pop that DVD in, man. I got wood in 10 seconds. <laughs> join, join the club. That's one of the most iconic things I remember yeah. is you holding the snake up. And I'll never oh, forget. Yeah. It was on. Was it in the morning? It's it censored yeah. with the X. My yeah. mom was. My mom hated wow. you. She oh, yeah. hated you so much. I'm going to tell you. people did. <clears throat> I'll tell you. When I was little, my brother and I would wrestle. The MJWWF. No one got laid with the MJ. That was the name of that thing. Mike and Jason, WWF. <laughs> and I was, Jake was one of my characters. And I would wear my brother's like um, pajama pants because it was so tight because you wore the tight pants. 
You mean and, spandex? Yes. And then I would have a rubber snake in a pillowcase. And that was my move. Like, my mom hated you because we just have a legit fight. To, and after that, she, you were like her arch enemy. And right. she, she just texted me. Did you tell him how much I hated you? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, Jake, I got a question. So, um, it was funny. I was recently at a uh, conference, and, and somebody who I met was from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Yeah. And I, I actually said to them, oh, my God, that's where Jake the Snake Roberts is from. Right. So, you're not actually from Stone Mountain? No. I, I, uh, Jake, tell them the story. I, I, ne- uh, I met my... Second wife there, and um, you know, uh, wound up hooking up with her. But I just thought it was much cooler sounding than Gainesville, Texas, which is where I'm really from. But you would not believe how many people I've met that I evidently went to high school with. I just don't remember <laughs> in Stone Mountain, Georgia. And it pisses me off because people are like, yeah, man, we went to school together over Stone Mountain. You remember? That? I'm like, yeah, then I used to fuck your sister, man. <laughs> and they're like, Dude, that's my sister. Well, maybe it wasn't your sister. Maybe it was your mother. You have a picture of your mother? Because I'm sure I tapped into your sister or your mother. You know, because he's Jack Oswald. You know, oh, I don't want to fit in, man. I'm going to school with you. Mental note, don't say you're from Stone Mountain right. when you meet Jake. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a couple more. So did Randy Savage really talk like that, or was that an act? Yeah, he talked like that. He, he talked like yeah, that. He was. He wound pretty tight. How many different Ultimate Warriors were there? Uh, Fortunately, only one. Oh, oh, really? I thought there was. I thought, I thought there, was, there was at least three or four. Yeah, no. me too. No. How about Undertakers? Was there only one, or was there more? Two. Two. Yeah. And Luke, I love it. Just Lee, because look at Luke. Luke's. Luke, you can answer too. Luke. I know He's that's squirting. Cool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I, you're, gonna, you're gonna squeegee and get some of that off your legs, right? Oh, Jake. <laughs> can you tell the story with uh, R- Ricky the Dragon Steamboat when you DDT'd him on the oh, cement? Yeah. Well, I told him I couldn't do it. I said it'll kill him. They came back, well, that's really what we want. She wants you to DDT him on the floor. I'm like, but Vince, if I DDT him on the floor, he will not get up. Maybe never. And Steamboat came to me. Come on, Jackson, let's do this thing, man. I'm like, Steamboat, you don't understand. This will fucking kill you. He's like, man, he just, at the time, the booker, that's the guy that puts everything together, uh, head writer, if you want if you want to call it that, um, He'd give Steamboat his big break in Charlotte a few years earlier. Well, at the time, um, this guy's job was up in the air because he wasn't getting done what Vince wanted to get done or Vince didn't like the way he was doing it or whatever. So he was on thin ice, and this was going to save him, you know, getting Steamboat to take that DDT on the concrete. And I said, Steamer, it will fuck you up. He's like, well, man, you got to do it for me, man. Please do it for me. I'm like, dude. What do you not understand? This this is not a joke, man. This will fucking kill you. And um, he finally talked me into it. And I know if you watch the tape, you'll see the guy hopping the ring that's got a gray suit on. And you'll see me pointing the steam and pointing at him because I'm saying, this is on you, motherfucker. Uh-huh. This is all you. Look at him. He's fucking dead. I thought he was dead. He was unconscious, right? Yeah. He got a concussion yeah, and knocked dead. him out cold. Yeah. It took... It took uh, two weeks for his eyes to turn black. Jesus. That's how much swelling was in his head. His forehead actually swelled out four inches. Four inches. And, uh, yeah, it could have killed him. It could have killed him. Oh, it's even funnier is, well, I guess six, seven months later, Vince had me DDT somebody else on the floor. Uh, he had me uh, DDT uh, Hogan. Right, in the snake, snake pit, pit, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember which, that. Which was never shown. Right, and they tried to start a feud between you two, right? Yeah, but it didn't work because people were chanting DDT, DDT. 
Thanks, assholes. Or that probably cost you some money, huh? Millions. <laughs> Millions. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, I'm going to take a snake break. Maybe I'll shake my snake. Okay, it we'll takes me it. longer to piss because it takes a long time for the water to get to the end of the hose. Obviously, Jake. You know? <laughs> All right, we're going to pause now, right, Jake? I'll show you, Luke. Aw, oh, look. Part two of Jake the Snake Roberts interview with Lee Abamonte and Luke Banach. Wrestling buddies. When all the wrestling figures came out, the D, uh, the s- games from Genesis and Super Nintendo, yeah. it was Hogan, Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior, and you. Yeah. You were the most merchandised wrestlers. Yeah. Yet, unfortunately, you never got the belt nope. of any kind. Didn't need it. Two things on that. One is being a belt holder overrated, number one. Oh, yeah. And number two, were you treated differently if you were a belt holder? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you got, you got a, the winner's share of the purse. Uh, the Intercontinental Champion and the World Champion definitely got a slice of the pie. The rest of the guys didn't. That was my bitch to Vince was, look, I know you're not giving me a belt because I don't need it. And I didn't need it. Um, lots of times you have to put a belt on people to make them viable. Make them relevant. Right. To make them something. Well, I didn't need something. I already had what I needed. So uh, my question was when they came out with the wrestling buddies and the games and the figures and uh, all that stuff is like, you know, they came out with curtains and ice, ice cream bars. Cover, yeah. Oh, ice the ice cream bars are yeah, great, those though. Are deli- I would want one the right squirt, now. The squirt heads is the only thing I really got off on. <laughs> uh, uh, what kind of parent buys their child a Jake the Snake mattress set? That just scares me. All right, me. well, then let's call my mom because <laughs> I had I had the sheets and each, there were all the figures all over all of them. It wasn't just were sheets. Were they sticky? Well, Jake, I was 11. Jesus of course Christ. they were sticky. <laughs> Silk. But listen, while you being one of the most merchandised yeah. people, back then, were you making a lot of money being... Because no. the truth, you were everywhere. You were on no. the Hasbro figures, the no. uh, LJNs, no. and you weren't... Really? No. Vince gave you what he still does. He gives you what he wants. You got a choice. You can take what I'm giving you or you can leave. So what's your opinion of Vince? Was he a dick? Was he... All right. What? He's a billionaire. Well, I know that, but... That's all you need to know. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say he's an asshole then. It's to say that he's a shrewd businessman, and uh, you don't become a billionaire by paying everybody the way they should be paid. You know, I think the guy's got short change. That's just my own opinion. I know I did, mm-hmm. but uh, it's my own fault because I didn't demand the money. Uh, I, I loved wrestling to the point that I'd probably done it for nothing because I was just so in love with doing it. So, like, back in your day, like, Hogan was the only one that really got paid, right? Yeah, him and Savage. Him and Savage? Yeah. Yeah, Savage was my guy. Was he? I was yeah. a Savage. That's the mega power things. I didn't like that at all. I like Miss Elizabeth. Oh, who didn't like Miss Elizabeth? <laughs> That's actually a good one. So, did every wrestler hit on Elizabeth? No, no. Was no. Savage? I heard he, he was like crazy, he was a psycho, jealous motherfucker. And correct me if I'm wrong. His brother was Leaping Lanny Poffo. Yeah, like his real brother. Yeah, now Leaping has real talent. Yeah, uh, he's an amazing man. The genius, the uh, poet. It's yes. not, not even yeah. that. Not even that. He could do something that I guarantee you nobody in this room can do. Even though you probably want to. He <laughs> As could, he looks at Luke. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he, could, he could go down on himself. And he did. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> uh, he would uh, bend over and <laughs> suck it up. Uh, which was pretty amazing. I know we used to pay him. I like didn't a, think that's where that was going. <laughs> we, we used to give him Once like he a, looked at Luke, I knew something was going on. Back in the day, on. we used to give him a six-pack of beer to watch him do it, you know. I, I remember one time I said, God damn, I wish I could do that. He goes, here, I'll move. I'm like, no, that's yours. <laughs> My own. 
So that's what you guys did after Saturday night's main event? Hey, you get bored, don't you? <laughs> Jake, we talked about the camaraderie and how it's probably different now because, yeah, like I said, uh, I had B. Brian Blair on and stuff. We were talking about road trips and all this yeah. stuff. Is that what you would miss the most about the whole wrestling industry, the road trips and the uh, funny stories about, like... The road trips I miss because you could get in the car with some people that supposedly knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. and you could bounce stuff off each other. Um, not like us. Not like y'all at all. No. Uh, <laughs> this, this was serious. We were talking about business, you know. My, that's my bat phone. Yeah. Tell Donald I'll be there. Marla, get ready. <laughs> okay. I have a couple, I have like three more questions. Okay, I have two answers. Ah, so uh, Jake, don't do that to me. Don't hurt my feelings. What happened with the Ultimate Warrior thing? You had the great uh, for me. That's one of the greatest gimmicks ever. You yeah. had him in the snake pit with all yeah. those snakes. Yeah. And I remember he was like legit, looked scared. Who wouldn't be scared? He was. Snake? He was scared. He got bit about thirty times. I think. I read somewhere. Wait, what do you mean he got bit 30 times? He got bit about 30 times. Snakes bite people, man. <laughs> well, it's, it's his own fault. We told him, slide your feet. Okay. He didn't slide his feet. He walked in there stomping the fucking floor. What the fuck, you idiot? So I want to go home and watch it now. Don't you want to yeah, go home yeah. and watch it? The ultimate idiot. No. <laughs> the, the ultimate idiot. First of all, I'm going to check out the uh, the snake knocking Ivanka Trump. That's oh, the first thing I'm going yeah. to <laughs> Now, Jake, the ultimate warrior. I know yeah. he was a champion then. Yeah. And see, when he I see rumors, that night. you and Luke, oh. Well, thanks. Spoiler alert. Um, I thought you were next in line to I fight was. for the title. So what happened then? <clears throat> he got fired at uh, SummerSlam. And you were supposed to fight him right after that. Yep. Yeah, we were off and running after that. And what, what, was that story true that he held up the show because yep. he wanted money? Yeah. Wait, what, what's Wait, the story, Luke? Ultimate Warrior okay. refused to come out and wrestle unless Vince paid him. He wanted a million dollars cash, and he got it. Oh, he got it? Yeah. And then they fired him right afterwards? Yeah. He didn't want to lose. And Vince looked at me and said, you got the worst luck of all. Wait, this is after he was champion, after he beat Hogan in WrestleMania 7? Six. Six. And broke, it broke my heart. Yeah. Toronto, I cried that night. Yeah. And then, so now... That was one of the best matches in ever. the history of wrestling, yeah. And then who won the championship? Who was the champion after the Warrior? Sergeant Slaughter, right? Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. And then you, there was no reason for you to feud with him. There was no background. Oh, so you got fucked hard. Yeah. Okay. I wrote this down. So, Jake, who was who the biggest dick wrestler? We, we actually asked that in the car. He didn't answer it. Vader, who? Vader, Big Van Vader. Yeah, yeah. He broke my w- ster- he broke w- my w- sternum w- twice. Okay, <laughs> broke my fucking sternum twice. And who was the best guy? Steamboat. Yeah, yeah. He seems a like a nice guy. Prince. Ricky the Dragon. Yeah, he's a prince. You, you, you want to know something funny? Actually, uh, the, the Paul Roma, Paul Santapani is his real name. He's from my hometown in Trumbull, Connecticut. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> how was he? How was he in real life? I never actually met him. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Jake, dick. I want to ask you this. Yeah. With the promos, yeah. Hogan, same shit every time. Yeah. Macho Man, Ultimate yeah. Warrior. Yeah. You had a unique promo yeah. every time. It was yeah. the best promos in the history yeah. of wrestling to this day. Yeah. Was that off the top of your head? Yeah. Or yeah. How, did, how did you I do that? I just had fun. You know, guys, when I was riding down the highway, I was thinking of promos. I was thinking the formula of it. A lot of guys will try to remember a whole promo. When you do that, you, you kill it because there's no rhythm to it. There's no feel for it because you're trying to remember word for word for word for word. So what I would do is come up with one sentence in there that means something and then play off of that on both ends of it. You know, nobody wants to be yelled at or screamed at. So if you want people to listen, whisper. I mean, I think the best interview I ever done was – I was bored, and uh, a lot of my interviews were like that. 
and I'd get bored, and I would challenge the film crew to stump the snake. Come up with something I can't make an interview out of. And they would <laughs> throw two, three words out there, and I'd turn it into a promo. So one day we were there, and, and the, the night before I come up with the idea, I'm like, I'm going to try that to see what happens. So I go on, and three, two, one, and they point the finger at me, and I just start moving my lips. Jake, we're not getting that. I'm like, no, you're not, because I ain't saying nothing, you cocksucker. (laughs) Just roll it. So he does. I do it again, and I do this for 40 seconds. Then then I I stop moving my lips. I'm like, now, reach over and tell your son that Jake the Snake can't make you get up and fix a TV that's not even broke. How stupid do you feel right now to be played like that? Tell your little boy that you can make me jump and run and fix the TV. Yeah, I'm not a TV repairman. Oh, by the way, tell your wife I'll see her later. And that was it. That God, was that was interview. so intentious now. Dude, yeah. your voice, man. You should do voiceovers. Yeah, or, or, just send, or just send me daddy voicemails. Yeah. And Vince called me out on it. What in the fuck have you said now? I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I've got... A fucking box of letters. What pro? What was the promo about? I'm like Vince. I just moved my lips and didn't say anything. He's like, "You're brilliant." <laughs> you gave wrestling yeah. your heart, your soul, yeah. really your life, your sobriety and stuff. Yeah. You love wrestling more than anything. Yeah. Did it love you back? <sighs> yeah, yeah. It gave me a joy that I can't explain. People that have never done it don't get it. It's a tough uh, life. It's an incredibly tough life. And it, it takes so much to be successful at it. Yeah. And unfortunately, because of the way it is, you don't even have to be talented. Uh, you just have to be chosen. You have to be picked. Uh, there's a lot of talented guys that never got the opportunity to wrestle on the big stage. And that's sad. Because there's a lot of so-called enhancement guys that were very, very good at what they did. Um, you know, wrestling for me, again, was that, that time in the ring. Because I never had a problem in the ring. I had problems outside the ring when it, when it got quiet. Um, you know, I had demons that fucking raked my mind and soul, man, and shit that had happened to me in, in my earlier life that were really hard to deal with, that I didn't deal with, that I medicated and that's a mistake. So I'm standing here telling you that if you're drinking and drugging, you need to get some help and get your help now sooner than later because you might not live to it, you know. And that's the honest God truth, man. Reach out to me, man, uh, on Twitter. Or just get just get to me, man, and I'll help you out if you're struggling and you're serious about wanting to change because I don't give a fuck how bad you are. You can get changed. I did, and if I can fucking change it, Anybody can. Now, today, these days, I, I, I go out and do these comedy shows. I talk about, and I, here I am going into a bar atmosphere and talking about drug addiction mm-hmm. and alcoholism. You know, it's really funny to be up there talking, and, and then I start explaining things about what you'll start doing when it starts getting dark. <laughs> and you'll see guys, like, push their beer away from them. 
themselves. You know, they realize that, goddamn, they're telling me my fucking story right now, and I'm hearing this shit. So I'm getting in touch with some people there, and I'm able to help some people there. And I do enjoy helping those people because I'm just the way I was, man. And if it hadn't been for Dallas, Diamond Dollars Page, I'd be without rhyme or reason to live on. Well, that's what I want to talk about. For like five more minutes about sobriety. You're so proud of it and stuff. And I was going to ask you about DDP, and I know Lee wants to ask you something. Luke is gawking at you. But the Diamond Dallas Page stuff with your sobriety, because you're a different person. You're obviously you have a healthy life now, yeah. relationship now with your daughter and your family. You're yeah. talking about all your grandkids coming yeah. to visit you. Sobriety, how did DDP get into the whole, like, how do you even reach out to you? How did DDP, like, hey, Jay, call me. <laughs> and and you, were, you were rock bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in bottom for a long time, man. That's, that's an amazing story, and thank you for reaching out to people. I, I just got kind of akin to this, but a little bit different. I just wanted to know your thoughts on, like, you know, it's kind of notorious how many wrestlers have passed away. Yeah. Uh, I have a different thought on that, too, man. I, I'd love to hear it. And uh, it was steroid use as rampant as it's said to be, have yeah, been. Yeah, it was. I think what's killed these guys is that somebody took the ball away from them and they couldn't play anymore. Like they had nothing left when they were done wrestling? They didn't leave on their own terms uh, their dream was taken away from them you gotta remember a lot of these guys wrestle 10 20 30 years it's their whole life and they've invested so much into it that there wasn't time for anything else and just because on a whim they don't want to write for you anymore and you're cast aside so, and there's no way to get back. I mean, fuck, man. What if I get in better shape? Can I, can I be used then? No, Jake, that's not it. We're just, you know, we're bored with you. You know, fuck, are you serious? And when somebody takes your life away from you, what do you have to live for? And uh, I think that's probably killed more wrestlers than anything. Just the fact that they had no place they could go out and do what they're supposed to be doing. That's a hard thing to say, but that's what I think it is. No, but that comes from your perspective. I really appreciate yeah. hearing that, and uh, and I totally understand what you're saying. And and I know we only have a couple minutes. Just one other thing I wanted to t touch on. You were talking about belts, and I remember yeah. you had this big thing with Ted DiBiase, the Million yeah. Dollar Man and the Million yeah. Dollar Belt. Yeah. What was he like, and what was that? Oh, Ted's all right, man. Yeah? Yeah, I used to aggravate the hell out of him, but that's fun. <laughs> And Virgil, was he all right? No. Oh, Virgil's an asshole. He came on the show. Yeah. Virgil's the biggest asshole in the world. He's too much. We hate man. Virgil. Oh, and just one last question. What totally. did you guys think of all the managers, like Heenan and Hart and Mr. Uh, Fuji? Slick, okay. slick. 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 Was, slick was cool. He, you know, he was slick. He's a preacher. You know, he was all right, man. But no, those guys were doing a job too, man, for, for the most part. You know, Fuji, don't say nothing about him, but he'd come back from the dead and fuck you up. <laughs> you never had a manager, right? No, I didn't need no fucking manager, man. <laughs> What the fuck are they going to do? Roll my joints for me or something? Hey, guys, before I leave, I just want to tell you guys, man, come out to Vegas, man. I've got a, a wrestling school. It's called a snake pit. I dare you come out because we will teach you the right way. Also got this really cool thing that we've come up with called Fantasy Slam. It's for the non-wrestler. I mean, if you're a guy that's uh, thinking you can wrestle someday and you want to put the work in, I'm here for you, you know? We can work a trade out group. Jay, tell them the whole thing about the fantasy, what but you guys fantasy, do. The fantasy slam is for the fan. It really is. Because what you do is, is you come out 
and you've uh, got this person that you've picked, a wrestler of your dreams, and you come out to Vegas, and for two days you're going to be in the ring with D'Lo Brown and with um, Sin Modi, and they're going to teach you two or three wrestling holes and a couple moves, how to lock up, how to do an interview, just basic stuff. But on the third day, you'll be stepping in the ring with that dream match. You against Jake the Snake. You against Ricky Steamboat. You against whoever. Whoever you've chosen. And we take that film and we edit it. We move it around. We twist it up. And we make a nice little package you to take home with you of you and your dream match. You going out and performing on the big stage, cutting a promo on Jake the Snake, going into the ring and wrestling Jake, getting DDT'd, or maybe you DDT Jake. There's Fuck a price yeah. for everything. I wish. <laughs> and you can dump the snake on somebody. Or, in Luke's case, in somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, what was, the, what was the genesis of the DDT? DDT was a poisoning government outlawed. Right. You know, dye, chloride, methanol, whatever, bullshit, bullshit. And I just woke up one day and I picked up a uh, USA Today newspaper and it said DDT outlawed. And I'm like, fucking A, man. That's what I'm <laughs> Jake, just give you a Twitter name and your Facebook name. I don't know. All right. My daughter knows that. Jake, give us one word answers on the last three questions. Jake All right, we end you with this. You everything there. You and I are out. You want to impress somebody. Who's the coolest person in your phone that you can text that would text you back within five minutes? Huh. I don't know. I don't hardly ever go there. Jake, you have no Sim one. Bodie. Who? Sim Bodie. Who the hell is that? It's a wrestler. There you go. Sim Bodie? Yeah, he was. Uh, oh, Jake, uh, your phone. Kids Arnie. I think I'm... Yeah, you don't know him. Yeah, I'm the coolest person on your phone. <laughs> One piece of memorabilia you have kept in your whole history. Jake, how do I stump you on the Tights. Okay, you yeah. can send me a pair and Luke will wear a pair. Right. And the last question for me <laughs> is any wrestler that you thought would be iconic or extremely special but for one reason or another never made it to that level? Did you see... Sam Bodie. Really? Because I don't yeah. know who that is. Yeah, I know you, you know who he is, Luke? That's why. Do you know him, Luke? That's why you don't know who he is. Do you know who he is? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was, uh, there were three guys okay. and a girl, and the two other guys were Edge and Christian. And, uh, of course. I never uh, liked them. Yeah, I never liked Christian. I just don't see all the, whatever. And uh, Trish Stratus were all trained by Love Sin Bodhi's <laughs> mother uh, in judo and karate. And, uh, but Sin's the one that did not get the opportunity. Well, listen, for me personally, Luke, do you want to say goodbyes while we end the yeah. podcast? Jake, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's a childhood dream to Luke, meet take you. Take your hands Appreciate off the table, not under. <laughs> just want to say, everybody can see uh, Jake the Snake July 1st, House Damn of Glory, Queensboro Elks Lodge. Damn straight, man. But yeah, check out the uh, Fantasy Slam. Check out my podcast. That's right. Jake the Snake Roberts Unleashed. It's a bitch. Book will be coming out soon. Fixed to do a movie with some people that I can't say their names, they told me. So Mike Fostick, Leah Vamonte, and Luke Banak will be in the movie. Yeah, Luke? yeah, yeah. Luke, Jay, you want to Luke? Jay, just wanted to say thanks, man. This has been a fucking nice. hilarious uh, interview. You get a chance to come out of my comedy show sometimes. I tell, well, some, I tell some funny stuff, then. Well, all can aside, like, we, like Luke said, Dude, to meet someone like you, the top ten most iconic wrestlers of all time, absolute pleasure. Um, I know it was a pleasure for you meeting oh, the yeah, three of oh, us. Yeah. and oh, um. Yeah. 
We'll see you tomorrow night. And, and we have to ask you on air tomorrow night when you come out. Yeah. Luke bought, of course, front row tickets. Do you come over and say hi to us tomorrow night? Yes. Oh, uh, yay! I Luke's lap. <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts, congratulations on sobriety, your history in wrestling, and thank you for doing my show, man. Jake, thank you. All right, guys.